Hi, this is Christopher Framberg and I'm one of the pastors in SOS Church Stockholm. We are an international Pentecostal church on Kungsholmen with celebrations in both English and Swedish. Our vision is to be a church that is for all people and to all nations that are living the Book of Acts kind of life in Stockholm and to the ends of the earth. We hope that this week's message will challenge and equip you to live a strong life together with Jesus. I have a message on my heart for you today. So I hope that you came hungry. I hope that you came desperate for a word from God because I really believe that God is going to tell you something. And it doesn't matter if you were basically born in church or if it's your very first time in church. I really believe that you can leave this place with something. Are you ready? I want to dig in the word together with you. My message for you today is entitled, Never Run Dry. I really believe that as believers, we don't need to run dry. We can go through desert, but the desert never needs to, to be in us. And that's what I want to talk about today. So get excited because I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to minister to your heart. And you might be sitting here thinking, mm, how can you say that? How, how, how can you say that you have a word from God? Like, who do you think you are? Well, let me tell you. I'm a daughter of the Most High God. I've been called and anointed for such a time as this. And if you're mad at me for saying that, go read your Bible because it is what it says about every Christian. So I hope that you're thirsty. And, and I really want to encourage you today. Don't get mad at me. Go speak with God. Go read your Bible because this is what we're going to do today. We are going to read the Bible and we are going to see what God says. You know, beyond the preacher beyond the pastor it's so important to build our life and our belief on the word of God so everything I'm gonna say today is from the word of God so you have the right to get excited okay let us read together about this never run dry we go to John 7 verse 37 and 38 together and we read like this very well-known passage of scripture that you probably know and have preached about way better than, than me. But please listen, listen. On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scriptures has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. You and I, we are called to be rivers of living water. We are called to flow something fresh on people's life. And I just want to put a disclaimer straight up at the beginning of this message. We cannot be the source. Of course, God, the almighty God is the source. But the amazing thing is that you and I can be channel for what God wants to do in this life and the people around you. Isn't it amazing? Like God, the creator of the universe, is ready to work hand in hand with you and I to do something amazing, I get excited. I don't know you, but I get excited. It's amazing to know that God 
who is so powerful, who is all-knowing, who is omnipresent, who can do anything. He looks at all of us and he's like, I want to work with you. I don't know if you've been to school. Is, did you go to school? Any of you went to school? Yeah, okay, just, okay. Only the Tsuniga boys went to school. Okay. Well done, Walter and Linda. Well done. Thank you for taking your kids to school. I went to school, and, uh, and I, yeah, there was always this bit scary moment when it was gymnastic. Uh, you know, when you have to pick the, the teams? And, and, and this is really something bad. If you're a teacher, please don't do that to the kids. When you know you pick two, two children in the class and you're like, pick your teams. Oh, it's terrible. Because the whole class is like, I hope I'm not the last one to be picked. <laughs> you know? I don't, maybe you are like athletes. I, I wasn't an athlete. I know it doesn't show today. <laughs> but I wasn't an athlete. I, ha I, I was not always like this. I know. I know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And you know, you're standing there and you're just hoping, let me not be the last one to be picked. I've, does, does that resonate with any of you? I, I, it was always my fear. What is amazing with God's team is that you never need to be standing there thinking, I hope he picks me. God wants to, to, to work hand in hand with you for you to be a channel for his glory, for you to be a channel for what he has to say in people's life, for you to be a channel for what he wants to do in this city, in your country, in this world today. And this is a good news. Oh, la, la. I just want you to tattoo that in your head. You are called to be a source of life. We are called to be sources of life. God wants to partner with us to bring life around us. This is my message for us today. You never need to run dry. You never need to feel like you are the desert. I love the Bible because it says, even when I walk in the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me and you might be feeling like you're walking in the driest of all dry desert but you have a promise from the almighty God he tells you if you are thirsty come to me and drink for whoever believes in me rivers of living water will flow from within them I came with a promise from the almighty God for you today that you never need to run dry my friend no matter the season you're in today maybe you are in a dry season and you're receiving this as fresh water maybe you're not in a dry season but you know someone who is in a dry season i beg you take this message back to them and let them know that they never need to run dry because we have a mighty god who wants to make us channel for this living water oh it's a good news <laughs> maybe some of you you think like wow she's very very excited to say that it's not yet afternoon when you know that this is true you get excited my friends and you know sometimes we have these false pictures of of the preacher or of the ministers or of the pastors of the people who have a mic in their hands that that everything is smooth for them 
that life is so easy for them. Some people, you think that when Pastor Koffer wakes up in the morning, there are angels singing in his room. And there is just like a, a warm coffee that comes to him. And he just hears this sound of glory. And then, and then you think that angels are sitting at the breakfast table and they're like, Oh, Koffer, you are so amazing. Oh, you are so loved. Oh, you are so precious. Oh, you are so anointed and so strong. What would Sweden do without you? Let me tell you. It is not the case. It is not. We were talking about it today and he told me, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I try to sneak out of bed without waking up any of my 500 kids. I take my clothes. I just hope I didn't wake, I forget my underwear in the room because if it's forgotten in the room, it's forgotten in the room for the rest of the day. And I just run away. Let me tell you, we go through hard things as well. We have challenges as well. But we find in the Bible that river of living water will flow out from us. So when it's tough, you go to God and you thank him. Father, I praise you because your word is more true than my experience. Hallelujah. Let us read a, pe a peculiar story in the Bible together in Genesis 26. And I want to encourage you, if you have a Bible, go to your Bible. If you don't, read with me on the screen. Genesis 26, 12 to 16. And we read like this. When Isaac planted his crops that year, he harvested a hundred times more grain than he planted. If you're not familiar with the Bible, just know that Isaac was a pretty big guy in the Bible. And we read like this. The Lord blessed him. He became a very rich man and his wealth continued to grow. He acquired so many flocks of sheep and goats, herds of cattle and servants that the Philistine became jealous of him. So the Philistine filled up all of Isaac's wells with dirt. These were the wells that had been dug by the servants of his father, Abraham. Finally, Abimelech ordered Isaac to leave the country. Go somewhere else, he said, for you have become too powerful for us. We see here Isaac is prospering. He is getting very strong. He has a lot of money. He has a lot of resources. But his enemies decided to fill up all his wells. And I wonder how many of us today have wells that are filled up with dirt. I don't know where you come from and I don't know what you've done in your life, but maybe you used to be super smart. And people were like, oh, you're just trying to play smart head. And they started to put dirt in this well. Or maybe you had a lot of dreams and people were like, oh, you're just a dreamer. Get over yourself. You will come to your senses. So I don't know what wells in your life have been blocked, have been filled up. But I'm here to tell you that God will dig those wells again. And he will make you into a channel for, for uh, living water in the name of Jesus. Maybe you used to be joyful and people said that you were too noisy or maybe you used to be super creative and people were never interested to hear yet another way for you to hold a pen. 
people maybe you your presence just used to brighten up a place you know you know you have those people those kids they just enter in a room and the place starts to be just nicer and maybe you were like this but the people in your class bullied you and made fun of you and today you just decided to become gray I am here to tell you that you don't need to let the enemy fill up your wells with dirt no matter what God has put in your life it is a blessing and you know when when we feel uh, when the, the enemy when the Philistine filled in the wells of Isaac it was not just to bully him you know to be like haha like like kids can be in school you know because wells were also a way to show ownership when you had a well in a certain place, it meant this place belongs to me. And then the Philistine, the Philistine, they came and they were like, this place does not belong to you because you don't have a well here anymore. Wells were also places of life where life would happen just naturally, just normally, because people would come and get their water for the day or water for their sheep or water for their, their crops. Um, so wells were a place of life and the Philistine tried to kill this life. So so the, and and, and, and the, the wells were necessary for Isaac to continue to prosper. He needed this water. And the Philistine said, you will not prosper anymore. I don't know what wells were filled up in your life. But I can tell you that this is not the perfect plan of God for your life. And he's here ready to dug up those wells again. Ready to start again. Ready to give you back your joy. Ready to give you back your creativity ready to give you back your dreams ready to give you back your ability to light up a place this is the, the God that we are serving and I hope you're getting excited about it God is calling you to a life of adventure with him he's not calling you to be just like everyone else he's not calling you to look like everyone else to speak like everyone else to dance like everyone else he wants you to stick out and I'm here to tell you you never need to run dry God wants you to be a, a channel for a river of living water oh this is so good so good we need to remember that no matter how long you've been in church no matter how much you are acquainted to being here and coming every Sunday and, and reading your Bible now and then and you know seeing people saved God wants more for you you don't need to run dry and there is one well in our life that none of us can compromise with one well that we cannot allow life to fill with dirt. One well that you and I, we need daily to look after and make sure that it is still clear water inside of it. And the Bible tells us about this one well and we read about it in Ephesians 5 verse 18. Do not get drunk on wine which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. The, the, the well of the Holy Spirit is a well we cannot compromise with. We cannot accept the status quo when it comes to our relationship with God. We cannot be satisfied with just having a nice quote-unquote life with God. We need to go after the Holy Spirit with everything we have, with everything we are.
that. We need that so bad. It's so important to be filled with the Spirit. And I love uh, the, what, what we read in the Amplified Version of Galatians 5 verse 16. Galatians 5 verse 16 in the Amplified uh, Version of the Bible we read like this. But I say, walk habitually in the Holy Spirit. Seek Him and be responsive to His guidance. And then... You will certainly not carry out the desire of the sinful nature which responds impulsively without regard for God and his precepts. Walk habitually in the Holy Spirit. I just want to take a few moments here to, to shake things up. You know, as Christians, it is so easy to be satisfied with just a nice Christian life. But God is calling us to something more. He wants us to walk habitually in the Holy Spirit again and again and again and again. We need to be responsive to his guidance. The word of God says, and I want to challenge you. When is the last time you asked him for guidance? When is the last time you said, Holy Spirit, what do you actually want to do? What do you actually want to say? What do you want me to do? And you might be thinking, Madra, I'm already married. I don't need to ask him about that. Madra, I already have my career. I don't need to ask him about that. Madra, we already bought a house. I don't need to ask him about guidance. Let me tell you, you could not be more wrong. You need to ask the Holy Spirit habitually, continually, Holy Spirit, what is it that you want me to do? And maybe you're not used to going to church and you're thinking, what is this Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. You need to ask God, what do you want me to do? Where should I go? What should I say? Habitually, we cannot become Called to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Don't let this well run dry. This is the most important well that you can have. And we see that in the Bible. No matter what you want to do, you need to be full of the Holy Spirit. You might be thinking, no, but this is more for people like, like Pastor Walter or eventually Benjamin, you know, leading worship. Those, those people, those people are the people who should, should be asking God. But actually, this is very unbiblical if you think like this. So let us see what the Bible says, right? Acts 6, verse 2 to 4. We read like this. So the 12 gathered all the disciples together and said it would not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the word of God in order to wait on tables basically to give you a little bit of background there was tension in the early church the very very first church that uh, existed right after Jesus went back to heaven had tension people were not in agreement people were not happy with each other of course it doesn't happen here in Stockholm but Maybe you know someone who goes to a church where there is tension and, 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 and people disagree with each other. So this was the case at least in this first church. And the 12 disciples said it, it, is, it is not okay that we would now put all our time and all our energy away from the ministry to serve on tables. Basically to be at the cafe, to give fika. This, this would not be okay. 
And so we read what, what is their solutions. Brothers and sisters, choose seven men, seven men from among you who are known to be full of the spirit and wisdom. We will turn this responsibility over to them and will give our attention to prayer and the ministry of the word. You see here that the people who were serving the fika, the people who basically were making coffee for after the meeting, the people who were cleaning the place, we could imagine most likely it would have been the people who would be here to do the renovation in a couple of weeks, right? Those people needed to be so full of the Holy Spirit. That was the number one requirement. They didn't look at, are they even able? Are they even socially able? They didn't even look at that. What did they ask? They said, choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the spirits and wisdom. Friends, I don't know what type of ministry you are called to. Maybe you are a pastor here or an elder or someone in, in some type of leadership. But maybe you're here and you have your own business. Maybe you're here and you're part of the greeter. Maybe you're here and you're an usher. Maybe you are here and I don't know, you are a teacher or you are working with, with social, so, so in, in the social work. I don't know what you are doing, but let me tell you that the number one thing you need to have is to be full of the Holy Spirit. You need to be so full of the Holy Spirit that rivers of living water are coming out of you. This is the number one requirement. You never need to run dry. It's a promise from God. But how can you not run dry? By making sure that you walk habitually with the Holy Spirit. Not just on Sundays. Not just when you come and join the Bible school for the prayer. But habitually. Not even just in the morning. But even in the afternoon. Even in your evening. Walk habitually in the Holy Spirit. And what is the fruit of that? If we go back to Ephesians 5. And I will close with that. And, and uh, I think the, the, the musician, you can join me. Um, what does it look like someone who works habitually in the Holy Spirit? We read in Ephesians 5 verse 18 to 20. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. As we read, speaking to one another. Listen. Speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. And I know some of you, you're like, my Joe, this would be so awkward. <laughs> like, my Joe, I'm supposed to come to, like, I don't know, Pastor Julia or Elder Julia and be like, oh, I love God so much. Mm, and yeah, and boo -doo -boo 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 -boo. <laughs> This is not what the Bible is saying. If you miss singers in your worship team, I'm here. <laughs> this is not what the Bible is saying, but is what is coming out of your mouth. Things that are worshiping God, things that are praising Him, things that are giving Him the glory. Or what are, you, what are your words filled with? Because when you see what your words are saying, you will know what is in your heart, right? If you walk habitually with the Spirit, the way you speak, 
is going to change. You are not going to be able to criticize so much. You're not going to be able to look down on people so much. But you will be so full of the Holy Spirit that even your problems will not be in your, on your mouth all the time. But you will just praise God and thank Him and worship Him for what He has done for you. And we continue sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is what happens when you walk habitually with the Holy Spirit. Even when you go through hard times. Even when you feel like you have the entire world against you. Even when you wonder where you're going to get your strength from for your next breath you are able to thank God because you know that He's able to deliver you from every single one of your problems. This is a promise for you and I. You never need to run dry. Never need to run dry. And I know that for some of you, it's a challenge. And I know that some of you, you are thinking, but Madro, if only you knew what I've been through, if only you knew what I am currently going through, if only you knew what I have to go back to at home, you would understand that it's not possible for me. Well, let me tell you, if only you knew my God, if only you knew the power that lives in Him, if only you knew who He says He is in the Word, the Bible tells us that the Almighty God is able to do abundantly above and beyond anything that you could ask or dream of. This is the God we serve. The Bible says that He has already delivered you from every temptation that has come your way. The Bible says that there is absolutely no temptation that you're going through that is too hard for you because He will not allow it. So I'm telling you, no matter what you're going through, no matter what the devil is throwing at you, God knows that you can do it together with Him. Life gets hard sometimes, but you never need to run dry. Walk habitually in the Holy Spirit. And before we continue, and I really have something I want to minister to you this, this, uh, this morning or this early afternoon, but before I do that, I want to tell you the reason why I can be so bold standing here today speaking the way I'm speaking. It is not because I am amazing, but it is because I serve an amazing God. No matter how broken you are, He has a solution. And the Bible tells us that 2,000 years ago, God the Father sent God the Son, Jesus to die for you and me so that we would have a restored relationship with him and you might be wondering a why should someone die for me b how can this death give me a relationship with this god well the bible tells us that all of us no exceptions we were born sinners and god in his almightiness cannot hang out with sin it just doesn't work and the Bible tells us that for every sin, there is, there is a need for blood to be shed. And that's why the, 
perfect blood of Jesus was shed not not to cover your sin but to wipe away your sin so that so that when God looks at you he doesn't see that sin anymore and you can have a relationship with him and if you're here this morning and you have not yet accepted Jesus as your Savior and as your and as your Lord which means if you have not yet said Jesus I believe that you died for me and I want to follow you if you have not yet done that you will have the opportunity to do it in a few moments can we just stand up together everywhere we are just stand up on your feet just stand up you have been listening to a podcast from SOS Church Stockholm. If you want to know more about the church or have information about our Bible school and leadership academy, go online to soschurch.se. We hope to see you soon at a celebration here in Stockholm or at one of our daughter's churches in Gothenburg or Malmö. Have a wonderful week.